Hi everybody, welcome to Tea and Talk with Toya, formerly known as Organized State of Mind. I'm your host Latoya Nicole, author, organizer, certified belief therapist, and life coach. On this show, we will discuss soul-penetrating topics that will challenge your belief systems. You see, belief systems are one of the main reasons why people are stagnant. So tune in every Tuesday as we uncover the thinking errors, we bring understanding and healing so that you can move forward with your goals. Time out for circling. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Tea and Talk with Toya. I'm your host, your favorite life coach, Latoya Nicole. Thank you so much for tuning in to this um, broadcast. I will be talking about another blog post today. Yes, so here's the deal with the blog post. I I like to write and I'm learning to like to talk. (laughs) So what I'm doing, I'm taking my blogs and I'm going to read them aloud to you. And that way, you know, if you don't have time to read or if you're driving, you can just listen to me read the blog. And sometimes, sometimes now, not all the time, I may elaborate a little more on the blog because there is so much I want to say on those blogs, but I don't want to make it a book because I'm actually going to write my own book. So I don't want to do that to you. However, um, I have started to repurpose all of my old blog posts. So I've been in the game of blogging just probably a year now. And I can see how I've grown so much. I have different resources now. I have different tools to help me get my writing out there. So I'm on a mission right now to just repurpose those blogs. So I'll go in, I'll update them, I'll add something to them. You know, I may have experienced something else that may go with the title. I've even updated some of the titles because the headlines, they're very, very important when you're writing blogs, the headlines are, because that's what's going to draw people in. They're going to stop and be like, oh, wait, what's this about? So if it's something boring, they're probably not going to read the blog. Um, I can attest to that because I have blogs that I've written and I've gotten over a hundred viewers. And then there are some, I may get 50. So those that I've only gotten 50, I'm definitely um, repurposing those first. So I repurposed one this morning, because <laughs> it doesn't take me long to write 2,000 words in a blog. It doesn't take me long at all. And I don't even want 2,000 words in a blog, but hey, whatever. So I wrote a blog. It was last year, of course, and it was called Casualty of War. And a lot of people read that blog. Um, a few shared the blog. And I'm sure it probably threw some people off like, wait, she's talking about a relationship and called it a casualty of war. But yeah, so this morning I repurposed the blog and the headline now reads, I became a casualty of childhood trauma, which is really the same thing because it's, it's a war within. So this morning I wanted to read that particular blog to you. I am in a different location and I hope it doesn't sound strange in the background, but I'm not in the spot where I'm where I usually um, record. So hopefully it doesn't bother you too bad. Um, Casualty. So let's define that word before we get started. 
A person killed, wounded, or hindered by some event. Medically speaking, the word means a severe or fatal accident, casualty. When you hear that word, what do you think of? I'm sure childhood trauma is not what you think of. But here's the spin that I put on that. You can be a casualty of your childhood trauma. But this article is about how we fail to pay attention because we're so in love, which causes us to suffer in relationships. Has an event wounded you? Was the blow of the pain incapacitating? Were you able to catch your breath or did you find yourself paralyzed by the hurt you suffered? In a single moment, the trajectory of your life can change. One minute you are enjoying a movie. The next, a knock at your door ushers in a heartbreaking discovery changing things. Imagine being the casualty of someone's unprocessed childhood trauma. I have. Before seeking proper treatment, I was also the culprit. I have been in relationships that typically ended after years of tolerating individuals not showing up altogether. The root of this toleration for some represents their father's role in their lives or lack thereof. I kept myself in vicious cycles of accepting what I got because I did not feel worthy of more, nor did I know what more to expect. My self-esteem was low and any attention I received from different from what I received at home made me feel comfortable in toxicity with another face. I was in a relationship too long before finding that it was all fabricated. It seemed real. The dates were actual. The quality time was real. But there was also another woman receiving the same treatment. After gaining insight on the level of deceit I was a part of the entire relationship, I understood that the person who would do what happened to me had pain points I could not imagine making me a casualty of their unhealed trauma. That situation allowed me the knowledge I needed to apply to my next relationship. If they are interested in talking about their past, listen closely and ask them how they are healing those areas. We recreate in our adult lives what happened to us, what we saw and heard as children. Until we heal physically, we may be adults, but emotionally, we're the same age the moment of the trauma arrested us. This person spoke about his parents often. I did not realize until the shattering pain crippled me. He was cluing me in on who he was and his behavior. It is vital to get your head out of the clouds and listen. They tell you who they are early on. I have taken listening to another level after this relationship. I found that men do not talk in straight lines as women do. He could tell you an unrelated story, but the details in there are his. I heard so much about coworkers. I later found out those were parts of his life. He needed to see how I would react. This person was not comfortable being himself. If you ask about his history of cheating, he may answer saying, well, I'm not a cheater, but a woman has visited me while I was with another woman. If you leave that there, 
you just missed that he dates multiple women at once. <laughs> yeah, I missed that. If that is normal for him, it's not considered cheating to him. <laughs> we have to make them uncomfortable and dig deeper. It is a matter of life and death. Seriously. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and with all thy getting, get understanding. It was the end of yet another relationship with the same pattern of dishonesty. Every time I wanted to believe the person meant well, new evidence would surface. If we were in a court of law, he would have been given life without parole, but he maintained his innocence. Despite what he said, I felt like a casualty of war. I felt like another person on his path to self-destruction. He was not aware of who he was. He internalized what he saw and what happened to him. He felt alone growing up and that no one saw him. A war was raging in him, but he was unsure how God created him to win. Until men understand the importance of seeking help for their wounds, every woman they encounter will be in the position I was. Let us band together and form a united front encouraging our black men to heal. We need to produce generations of whole children. W-H-O-L-E, children. Remember, generational trauma can fall upon the third and fourth generations. One person healing heals Four generations. Whatever that man is hiding about himself will show up in your children. A woman can pass trauma to her embryo and so can a man. His sperm has memory too. I cannot say enough that we need to normalize helping our men get help. They are just as broken as we are. Men grow up learning to be strong, hiding how they feel, ultimately killing them and everything they touch. It is like a widespread infection we must get a handle on before more people die. When we, well, I'm sorry, when you encounter situations such as this one, make it a priority to heal. Understand you can get through this. Schedule sessions with your therapist and your life coach immediately. You also want to journal about the experience and reflect on what you wrote. During the time of reflection, you will find what you miss. These are opportunities to grow. I know they say, be with someone you can break generational curses with. Eh. Posts like that go viral because it's cliche. But I often wonder if the readers know what that means. Sometimes people are not honest about what needs unpacking. So they rob you. You are denied the opportunity to make the decision to stick with it or leave. Honesty has taken a back seat and many casualties, and there have been many casualties because of it. Please do not take it personally. These individuals seriously need therapy. Internalizing is detrimental to your emotional well-being. You are hurting, but do not wear this as you did something wrong. Gain what you have from the situation and move on. Address the areas fragmented by this level of betrayal and pray for the other party. Give yourself time to heal. 
As I stated in a recent blog, ends must be processed. E-N-D-S must be processed. Would you leave your house without closing the door? A lot would get in, right? So make sure when a relationship ends, the door is closed before you attempt to date again. That chapter has come to a close. Time to begin a, the new one once you remove the blocks. Thank you so much for listening in as I read this blog post to you. Um, you can find the actual read at healthroughwriting.net. That's heal, T-H-R-U, writing.net. Please share with others if you feel led. My blogs, of course, because you're listening to it, can now be heard via my podcast. So you can also share this as well. If you are experiencing an emotional setback, such as the one described in this article, please schedule a session with me. I'm available to help you process this pain and move forward. When you go to my website, the schedule, the um, session that you would schedule for something like this is called the therapeutic session. I'm a counselor and I'm a coach. I integrated the two to create therapeutic coaching sessions because a, a regular coaching session is just bringing you out of a place of stagnancy. And it could be something simple as redoing your, your, your daily schedule. But therapeutic coaching session would be, I've just experienced an emotional setback and it has set me back to the point that it is incapacitating me. So that is when you need the therapeutic one. Hope you enjoyed this article. Hope you share it with um, other people on your platforms. Tune in for more as I continue to repurpose my blogs. When I start writing new ones, I will definitely make you aware that it's a new one. But if you've never read these before or listened to them, then it's new to you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day and enjoy your weekend. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Tea and Talk with Toya. I greatly appreciate the support. If anything that was said today on this episode resonated with you, please share on your platforms. You can reach me at www.latoyanicoleinc.com. Have a wonderful one.